Hello, this is Paul Germain, and this is another podcast from Smart Boating. And today's focus is going to be on sailboat restoration. We're joined by a guy that's just had a, quite a bit of experience in this area. His name is Ron McBain. He operates Harpoon Yacht Services in Barrington, Rhode Island. Ron, good to see you again. Thanks, Paul, for having me. Hey, Ron, you know, this whole topic of restoration is a, is, is a neat one. A lot of people brush up against it or get involved with it over the period of time that they're boating. Uh, and there's a lot of lessons to be learned here. And today I thought we'd just focus in on the engine or the, the propulsion side of the equation. And um, there's a lot of elements to, to consider there when you're replacing the engine. What, what were some of the things that uh, struck you or what were some of the challenges that you dealt with when replacing the engine in your sailboat? Right. The, the biggest challenge uh, that was the most noticeable for me was the old engines are much bigger than the newer engines of today. The yes. new technologies, um, they made more powerful engines, but they're very small right. Smaller in footprint. footprint yeah. uh, so that puts a situation in the boat where you have to change up the the engine bed. The mounting system. The mounting system, yeah. system on yeah. the boat. Yeah. Okay, all right, so that was a big issue. And that's, I think that's probably a common thread between most things. Even if, the, even if the footprint hasn't changed, even the engine mounts change location. So you're forced into this exercise no matter what you do when you're fooling around with the engine. So what, what were some of the unique challenges you faced? Were you familiar with the engine that you were going to put in, or how was it different from the engine you were taking out? Well, the old engine was a 3QM30. It was a saltwater-cooled engine, and it was an old big tractor engine that was marinized. Oh. The newer engine was um, a 3GH5E Yanmar, mm-hmm. um, but it was much more, it was much smaller than the old engine. Right. Um, and it was put in the boat backwards. Oh. It needed to sit in the boat backwards because okay. of the way the boat was designed. It was a Landfall 38, mm-hmm. a CNC from 1981. So mm-hmm. it had a, that's what needed to be done in order to fit the engine in. Yeah. So it had a reverse V-drive transmission. Okay. And the unique situation on this was that the, um, the actual shaft dictated how that engine was going to sit inside the boat and how the new uh, shaft logs or, or engine logs uh, needed to be modified in order to fit the engine in. Okay. Um, so the shaft itself had to go from the strut through the log and then through and through the transmission and mounts onto the front side of the transmission. Yeah, so you took kind of a unique approach to figure out some of these angles and alignments. You actually built a little mock-up of the Yanmar engine to, to, to use in your, your build, right? Right, well, I couldn't have the yard put the engine in and stick it out with the crane time every yeah. every couple of days. Yeah, that wasn't going to work. That no. wasn't going to work. So uh, I was able to find online some drawings of the engine that had some scale references, and I blew up the drawings uh, to full size mm-hmm. and actually created a foam mock-up out of uh, Home Depot uh, insulation. Wow. And it was very, very accurate. Yes. And, okay. uh, so that so was a nice and lightweight thing. It wasn't like lifting an, a diesel up and down. You had this nice styrofoam. Yeah, it was about mock-up. 10 pounds, and I could put it in and out and in and out yes. in order to figure yes. out the dynamics of what needed to be done in order to create a ramp situation to slide the new engine in and then uh, down onto the shaft. And make sure that the alignment of that shaft was going to... It was going to line up correctly. Right, and, it, yeah. and I, I was pretty darn close. Yeah, and you had to do some work on the engine beds, right? Right. Well, I tried to reuse the uh, engine, uh, the old engine bed as much as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up cutting most of the, uh, the log away and then re-backfilled it with hardwood and then used G10 um, as stringers mm-hmm. and then re-glassed all of that G10 
um, into the engine bed itself. Okay, all right. Um, and then had to paint the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what uh, what do you think it took you in terms of time-wise from start to finish? Oh, this project took me about a month and a half. Month and a half. Yes. Yeah. Of course, that's not working eight hours a day. That's oh, no, no. I was working a job at the time. Right, so right, it was right. whenever I could get out to the boat and, uh, and work on it. Yeah, yeah. And how did it turn out? It worked out great. I ended up having to make some shims mm -hmm. underneath the uh, engine mounts mm -hmm. in order to take up, um, in order to get the engine mount studs to float right in the middle so that yes. there was enough room left to do the final alignment around the, uh, around the um, transmission and the, uh, and, the, and, the, and the prop shaft. Okay, all right. And if you had to reflect on top two or three lessons learned from this experience of retrofitting a new engine into the old engine spa, what, what, what popped up to the top of your mind? Well, it saved a lot of money uh, in order to make that model. Okay. It's a, it, it allowed me to do it myself without hiring a mechanic to come and do that and make those modifications. Yep. It would have cost, again, what the engine cost just to modify the bed alone. Really? So okay. that saved me a ton of money. Yeah. Um, and I knew what I was getting into um, when I had the model built because then I had full control of what needed to be done. I could see it for myself. Okay, so, the, so one lesson learned was if you have the ability to make a model of something that's a critical thing, do it. Right. Yep. Uh, the third thing I learned was just because the engine's in mm -hmm. and in its location, mm -hmm. there's a whole lot of work to be done with wiring, plumbing the engine, uh, putting in new hoses and exhaust. That's a whole nother project in itself. Oh, that's a good that point. A right, long time right, to do. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, a, it's the whole system as opposed to just just the right. the pistons and the rings. That's right. <laughs> well, thank God I didn't have to build an engine from scratch. No. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Well, those are some great tips. Thanks for joining me today, and uh, I hope anyone listening will come back and join us for another Smart Boating podcast.